Welcome back to another episode of Courtside Talk, Power Rankings Week 13. My name is Anthony. This is my co-host, Matt. Welcome back. If you guys are back, if you guys are new, make sure you guys hit the subscribe, follow on Spotify. Um, what we're going to do is there's been a lot of changes, Matt. Grizzlies have literally taken flight. John Morant, two-hand snatch blocks off the blackboard. Some crazy stuff going on in the NBA right now. Uh, normally, we start off with the Raptors. at like Normally, they're out of the top 15. But they're in the top 15, so we're not going to start with the Raptors, so stay tuned for them. Um, but Matt, start us off with Minnesota. Record is 20 and 20, and they're at number 15. Yo, it's goal time. Energy on 10, and number 15, Minnesota. I've been calling this out. What did I tell you all summer? This team is going to make the playoffs for the first time. Uh, I believe in this team. Uh, I think Cat going out with COVID, uh, it really, you know. It, it hurt them, especially with D'Lo out for a bit of the season. But I'm happy to see Beverly having the best season of his career. I'm happy to see Anthony Edwards going crazy. And I'm happy to see role players like Vanderblit uh, actually really step in and actually make an impact. Uh, I believe in this team. I think this team has playoff hopes. What do you think of uh, Minnesota? Yeah, I mean, if you really look at them on paper, they're not that bad. They have D'Angelo Russell, Pat Bev, Anthony Edwards, Carl Anthony Towns. I'm not happy for Pat Bev. I still don't like Pat Bev, forever salty. Um, but yeah, man, honestly, they, they look good. And the thing is with Minnesota is that they're a very strong team and they can compete with any team on any given night because they're like, like Pat Bev brings that like kind of griminess, right? Anthony Edwards is afraid of nobody. He will dunk on any center in the league. He literally does not care. Um, Carl Anthony Towns is a top five big man in the NBA, top five center, right? There's even an argument for higher than that. Could be top three behind Jokic and Embiid. If you really want to break it down, right? But I mean, they have a good team. They're just young. They don't have any playoff experience. I don't even think Cats ever made the playoffs, right? No. Yeah, that's what I'm saying, right? One thing I want to say about them is, if you notice, they have a good defensive rating. They're they the top do. 10. The difference this year is Pat Beverly has helped them anchor the defense. So mm-hmm. as much as you dislike him, respectfully, he has made a very big impact on this team, whether he's playing or not. I think right now Minnesota's in the same situation that Memphis was last year. Memphis kind of made the playing game. Yeah. They got a taste and they took off this year. So yes. if Minnesota picks up another piece or two, if they all keep it together, we'll see what happens. Um, on to number 14, Denver Nuggets dropped from uh, 11 to 14. They're 20 and 18. Jokic is playing like out of his mind, right? He's doing like, he's putting up crazy numbers, man. Um, it's just outside of Jokic, they are very very bad um and they deserve to be at 14 because the record's 20 and 18 and a lot of teams are trending upwards in the west right it kind of hurts Jokic's mvp campaign a little bit but also kind of helps it because it shows how valuable he really is to them right um i think the difference is last year they had a fourth seed when he went mvp they're not going to get the fourth seed this year um so we'll see what happens but yeah you know denver is just kind of floating around they're missing two of their best players not really much to really go in on Denver aside from Jokic being top two center in the league, one or two. Yeah, I'm I'm a little bit disappointed in Campazzo and Morris. I just felt like with all the injuries going on, I felt like this was their moment to really capitalize, and I just feel like they're not they're they're not they're just playing out like regularly. I Too don't many good it. guards in the West for them, I think. Yeah, um, I Will Barton just got COVID, so uh, he's been one of the biggest pieces for them. Uh, with um, MPJ and Murray out. So to be honest with you, I think this dip is actually going to go further. I really think they're going to slide uh, even worse with Will Barton out. 
Probably, man. We're going to see. Um, we'll see next week. Charlotte is still lurking at number 13. They're like, one game, like, they win a game, then they lose a game. Like, I don't know. You know what I mean? Like, how, how, how do you feel about Charlotte right now? Yo, this is the wave right now. This is the swaggiest team in the league. They just beat uh, Milwaukee. The Bucks. Uh, and you know what? Those types of games encourage me. Like when I see LaMelo really take control, Terry Rozier take control. No like, Drew Holiday. They have it in them, right? They have it in them. They can be a second round team. They could maybe even go to the uh, Eastern Conference Finals and shock people. But, uh, you know, I think PJ Washington coming back uh, really helps them out. Uh, I think he's an underrated piece. Uh, even though his stat sheet might not look the prettiest, I think his impact in game uh, is big. But, you know, shout out to, like, LaMelo Ball and Terry Rozier specifically. Like, they really have taken over when it comes to, like, uh, making this team like a like a winning team, like changing the reputation of Charlotte. What do you think? Yeah, man. Uh, them beating the Bucks tonight, it was a good win for them. Drew Holiday didn't play. Fine, given they saw Chris Middleton and Giannis. But Drew Holiday is that guy to, like, clamp the Terry Rozier. You know what I mean? He's that guy that's kind of going to guard everybody. But listen, the thing is they played – they only held Milwaukee to 99 points, and Milwaukee can shoot the three, right? So it was a combination of Milwaukee having an off-shooting night, but it's also a combination of getting a hand up and playing defense, right? Um, Charlotte has so much potential, man. They're so deep. They just need to find a defensive identity. To be second in offensive rating and 28th in defensive rating, bro, there's no excuse, Right? If they can just bring their defensive rating up to, like, top 15 in the league, they'd be a way scarier team. But I think their lack of, like, rim protection hurts a lot. Like, Mason Plumlee's not going to block all these shots for you at the end of the day. Miles Bridges is an undersized four. Um, they should have kept Biombo at this point, bro. Who knows? They, they, I really think that they need a center. Um, yeah, absolutely. And to be honest with you, the pace means absolutely nothing. Of course, you're going to have the number one pace in the league. Yeah, when you're playing fast. When Lamelo is going to be throwing it behind the back <laughs> full court, you know what I mean? Like they just they play with swag and they play with aggression on offense. They just got to work on their defense, and I think they'll tighten the gap. They're just a young team. Crazy stat: Terry Rozier, Miles Bridges, and Lamelo Bar are combined ten for fifty-three on clutch threes. Ooh. Yeah, ninety percent, not good. It's not true. So that's where they kind of got because they've lost a lot of close games, right? <laughs> Yeah. Um, on to the Raptors. Dude, they, honestly, they are surprising me. Fred Van Vliet, bro, if Fred Van Vliet gets robbed of an all-star appearance, I'm literally going to snap. I don't know where NBA headquarters is, what I got to do. Like, something, yeah. something's got to happen. He should get all-star. Um, I mean, there's an argument that he could start and put DeRozan at the two and him at the one, really, if you really look at it. Because um, outside of point guards, who's really playing better than him if you look at PG in the East? Right? Like, he's yeah. been... He's been actually going crazy. He'll have five points. They're down three, and he's just like, all right, let's go. Ends up with like 33, like, and he's playing, he's shooting. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, I don't know, man. He's 11 for 20, and one of two players who've shot 50% better on at least 15 clutch threes. Kuzma's the other player. Right? Miss double down and bet on yourself. If the NBA wants uh, Toronto to continue to socially distance safely, they better put this guy in the mm -hmm. All-Star game because Toronto is going to riot if he's not in the All-Star game. You know, something that goes underrated with this team is Pascal Siakam's play as of late. Uh, you know, I, I think the media has changed the narrative. Like, he was the most improved player. He had all the praise. And then once he had a downfall, he never got any it's attention. It's because we won a chip. 
Yeah, so I want to shed light on him at courtside talk because he's been playing incredible. Shout out to Chris Boucher. He was in the doghouse with Nick I Nurse for a you, long he's time. Nice man. He's finally getting a rhythm. They finally noticed to win games. They need Boucher on the on the floor playing a bit more minutes. Scotty Barnes' game is gorgeous. OG Anobi, finally he's back. This squad is moving up. I think this is a top ten squad. Do you think they are gonna? Make the playoffs? Well, it looks like it now because of play-in game, right? Play-in game is technically considered playoffs. So, yeah, with the East looking the way it does, they definitely have a chance, right? Because, like, Indiana's yeah. below them. There's so many other teams that are below them where they have a chance to seriously make yeah. the playoffs. Um, it's just going to be, you know, a Siakam going to spin four times in the paint. <laughs> no, but, like, you know what I'm saying? Like, I know Siakam's nice. Like, when, when, when Kawhi and Lowry were here and we went to the finals, him and Kawhi had the second highest scoring duo all time in the playoffs behind only michael jordan and scotty pippen crazy so like a lot of people forget that stat yeah like, man like, no siakam do you think lebron d wade like kyrie lebron or you know like there's so many duos Shaq and kobe you never think siakam and Kawhi is one of the top so you know give him some credit he's i think so i think the thing with i think the thing that people don't realize with siakam is that he's not He's an okay second option, but probably the best third option or one of the best third options in the league. Like when we had when we had Kawhi at the one, Lowry at the two option, and him as our number three option, the floor is just so much more open. But if we can get if we can get Fred to be our number one option, OG. Well, the thing is, Siakam's always going to be a second option. We're missing a piece. We're missing Kawhi Leonard. Bring Kawhi back. We're fine. <laughs> Literally, bring Kawhi back. We're fine, bro. Wish. But yeah, man, I'm happy to see the Raptors looking good. Um, I was supposed to go to the game against Phoenix tomorrow, but you know the stadium's empty, oh, so I'm a little bit upset. But it is what it is, man. Uh, on to the Cleveland Cavaliers at number 11 with um, my rookie of the year right now. Even though Scotty Barnes is on the Raptors, Evan Mobley's different. Um, they're two and five since Ricky Rubio tore his ACL. Um, I'm not going to look into that too deeply because I think they're just going to get adjusted to Garland and Okoro playing more minutes and they have Rondo as well, right? So I think once they get their lineup set, I think they're going to I think they'll get better for sure. Um they've been playing pretty well. They you know, Golden State on Clay's night back, you're not going to win that game. I don't care what team you are. Um you know, so not really looking too much into the Cavs. I still think they're top 10 and they're going to make the playoffs. I wouldn't be surprised if they go on a run soon. I think they're going to I trend. disagree with you. Yeah. I'll be honest. And the reason I disagree with you is because I just think at this point, there might be too many losses where it might just... Cleveland is just a momentum team. They haven't found a consistency. This was a hot stretch, right? Yeah. Based on good play, give them credit. But is like Rubio was like a veteran for them that like it, it was more than just a stat sheet. He was a, re- he was a voice. He was a leader on the court. Um, so... Again, I would love for Cleveland to prove me wrong because if you know anything about me in courtside talk, I love small market teams. Mm-hmm. I'm rooting for small market teams. So uh, I would love to see them, you know, play better. But to be honest with you, I don't see it. I love that they added Rondo. To be honest, I thought that was a perfect Huge fit. Huge pickup. Yeah, like really good. And he's been playing very decent just as someone who just integrated onto the team. But um Again, I don't, I'm not hopeful for this team, but I would love for them to prove me wrong. The only reason why I think they're going to be okay is because they, they still have three guards that are nice. They have Okoro, Garland, and Rondo, right? 
Mobley and Jared Allen there. Kevin Love's still there. Seti Osman's still there. I think they just got to integrate line, Rondo style of play into the lineup and they'll be fine. Uh, we'll see. Dallas Mavericks jumped 5, 22 and 18. Luka Doncic had a monster triple double the other day. Um, dude, the thing with Luka is like, it's kind of messed up because he played so well coming into the league and those two playoff years, game winner against the Clippers, like, I expect him to be a I expect him to be a triple double every night. He hasn't lived up to the past two seasons. Um, I actually thought he had. I actually had. I low key thought he had a shot of winning MVP this year. I thought he could have been a dark horse in the race. Um, it's going to be very hard for him to catch up. But I want to see more out of Luca. I don't know if he's injured or he's smoking too much shisha in the off season, <laughs> or like if it's a conditioning thing or if it's just like he's just rusty. Right, because yeah. Luca could be a top five player in the in the in the league. We see yeah. what his bag is offensively, um, and Porzingis is playing well. So Luca just needs to wake up, and I think the Dallas Mavericks will be okay. Yeah, for sure. I mean, if you're playing fantasy and you own Doncic, uh, you know your team is definitely sponsored by a Fecher. Mm-hmm. You know, like it's uh, <laughs> Khalil Mamoun. <laughs> you're not you're not seeing uh, you know what you wanted out of Luca, but. You know, to be honest with you, despite that, I think he can still change his MVP race. Like we talk about in the MVP ladder, he's just outside the top 10. He could still impact. He could still uh, put himself in the top 10 in the race. But outside of Luka Doncic, man, if you've been watching Courtside Talk, you know how much I love Finney Smith and Brunson. Uh, you know, they got role players who are actually chipping in. I was really worried about this team because they are they just shoot three-pointers, like... You know what I mean? Like they're not—they're not a traditional basketball team uh, when you think about it. But it's working, and they've been doing pretty decent with Porzingis out. I anticipate with Porzingis back, this is like a top. They, their ceiling is the top five team. They can be uh, when they're fully healthy, consistently. So um, again, I don't think they're a top five team now, but I just think they have that capacity. Dude, they have Tim Hardaway Jr., who's been quiet, and he's nice. Yeah, that's disappointing. Right. Um, Philly at number nine, dude. Joel Embiid. I'm telling you, I'm gonna tell you again, and I will continue to tell you. This guy is a problem. Like he's yeah. he's a serious problem at the center spot, man. Like, you know how like LeBron's been playing center against like all these bum teams, like the Portlands and Larry Nett. Like, no yeah. disrespect, right? I don't see yeah. LeBron playing center against Joel Embiid, bro. I don't see anybody playing center against Joel Embiid. Not Gobert, not Jokic. I'm talking like I'm saying no I'm saying in terms of guarding him Cat cannot guard him I I see what you're saying he's actually almost unguardable bro he's literally almost unguardable right it's just a matter of who which double teams are you throwing at him wait Um, how about Giannis can he guard Embiid yeah one on one if Embiid backs him yeah Giannis is probably a really good matchup for him but over the course of 48 minutes like between the offensive load and the defensive presence of like trying to guard Embiid one on one Embiid's gonna get to him sooner or later, bro. Embiid is like he's bro, he's swole. He knows how to play, his IQ, his footwork. Look at the hop step. Bro, that hop step was disgusting. It looks like a travel, but it's not. His footwork mixed with his mechanics, it's crazy. Okay, last one, Aiden. DeAndre Aiden? No. after after what Giannis did to him in the finals, no. Absolutely not. No. I was just checking how big of a Phoenix Suns fan you are. I'm a huge Phoenix Suns fan, but I have to keep it real. No, you're not biased. No, I have to keep it real. Otherwise, I'm going to be let down um, if something happens, right? <laughs> so, yo, but Philly, otherwise, man, Seth Curry, Tobias Harris, 
all of these yeah. guys, um, Maxi, like Thibault, like they have such a good team. Yeah. Bro, I want them to trade Ben Simmons and I want them to get another piece on that team. I want yeah. them to get somebody for Ben Simmons. I don't care if it's a shooting guard, point guard, small, it doesn't matter who. Philly needs to trade Ben Simmons and get someone. Someone yeah. that can shoot and space the floor. That's all they need. That's like, I'm just trying yeah. to think like, bro, CJ McCollum? Huh? What? Can you imagine <laughs> if they got CJ? Oh, they would be yeah, crazy. Um, you know, one thing I do want to mention about them quickly is that, like, you know, Danny Green and Matisse Thybul have not even played well yet. Imagine when they start playing well. Like, this team is going to go from nine to, like, you know, the sky's the limit for them. So, uh, I don't really want to look too much into it because I know what they're capable of. And uh, also, shout out Tyrese Maxey. I think he, he's the future of the NBA for sure. Bro, they're 22 and 16, and they had the most protocols out of anybody at the beginning of the year. And, yo, people really forget about San Antonio Spurs' Danny Green. If he can be 50% of what he won on the Spurs, they're, oh, a, whole, they're a whole different yeah. team. Dude, Absolutely. the Brooklyn Nets are 25-13. and 13. Yes. Oh, man. And, and I'll tell you why. Because, dude, I've seen this stat, and I've seen it everywhere, and it's bothering me. They fell 0-8 against the other seven teams that are more than six games over 500. And it was against the Bucks and Giannis. KD did his part, but Giannis was just having his way. Bro, I don't know, bro. For them to be 0 and 8 against other seven teams that are more than 500, that kind of hurts KD's MVP campaign for me. Only because, like, you need to be beating the Phoenixes, the Bucks, the Warriors. Like, these are games where KD should be having 50 at the same time, right? No, not not. I'm KD still that guy, but it's just like. I have a buddy that I work with, Kevin, if you're listening, I'm going to show you out real quick. He said, we don't worry about basketball now, we worry about it in June. I said, that's fine, but they still need to wake up and build that chemistry in close games, right? So we're going to see, man, Brooklyn Nets, they're still 25 and 13, which is a very solid record for not having your second best player and technically a top three point guard in the NBA. So, yeah. Uh, I'll be honest with you, like, you know, this is my team and I'm hurt, right? Like, I this is this is not convincing to me. Like, I don't like seeing that they finally got all three of them back. And it's not about Kyrie just playing like a game. Like, it has nothing to do with that. There is a hole in this team. Like, uh, Kyrie, like, their big three does amazing things together and they look unstoppable. But the truth is there's holes, right? Like, we're, we're being honest here at Courtside Talk, right? Uh, I'm kind of disappointed in, like, just the whole big man situation. They need a center. Between LaMarcus Aldridge, Claxton, and Paul Millsap, shout out to them as players. Like, if you know me, you know I actually have a lot of respect for all of them. Um, But I just, I'm not, like, I'm not happy with the Nets. Like, I feel like they're, they're missing something, and it worries me because it feels like they put so much money into their big three. It feels like there will forever be a gap in certain areas because it's hard to fill it. Like, what do you think about that? They need a big man. They definitely yeah. need a center. Lamarcus cannot play the five for getting the playoffs against the Embiid's, and it's not disrespect to him. It's just that they need a center because you see what Embiid did to them. You see what Giannis yeah. did to them. They need rim protection, and they still have, they're still really good defensively. It's just that they're good defensively against three point shooting teams. For teams that attack the rim, very tough. KD cannot be playing the five. And have to score 30 every night. Crazy part, too, is that 
the game is still going on, Matt. I just checked the stack because we're recording this late on um, what day is it today? Monday? Yeah, Monday. Monday um, and they're down by five to the seven to the Portland Trailblazers. Lillard's not even playing. Or McCollum. Or McCollum. Or and Powell. The, okay, James Get Harden. Up. I know, bro. The James oh Harden. Listen, James Harden isn't playing, but they're down seven. It doesn't make sense. Kyrie and Katie were playing good, but the rest of the team isn't. Um, speaking of the next team. Um, Onto the Bucks at number seven. Kind of strange after this low because um, they beat the crap out of the Nets. Um, dude, Giannis is after that Nets game and what he's been doing. Giannis is the MVP right now. That's fair, right? I'm not arguing. He's the MVP, man. He is just he's gotten better from last year. I seen him make. Remember we went, we were hanging out the other night off the record. He hit 18 out of 20 free throws that night, Matt. Yeah. And if he's gonna say? shoot, if he's gonna shoot, nine, if he starts shooting three pointers and makes his free throws, best player in the league, he's gonna be the number one player in this league. Yeah. Who cares about KD? Who cares about Steph? He fixes those small gaps in his game. He is the most unstoppable player in this league. Yeah, man, he's a he's he's honestly a problem. Um, they lost to the Hornets last night without Drew Holiday, but he had a crazy stat line regardless, right? Um, yo. You know what's crazy about this? They lost to Charlotte. You know who they play next? They play the Warriors next. That's yo. We're locked in for that game. We're watching that game, hundred yeah. percent. That that that's a that's a crazy game. And if you guys don't watch the Bucks or the Warriors, watch that game. Absolutely. Um, on to the Miami Heat, who beat the shit, like the absolute crap out of the Suns, bro. They shot like thirty-three pointers in the first half. Tyler Hero was like 12 for 18. Duncan Robinson hit nine threes. I don't know what was going on that game. No Jimmy Butler, no Bam. It just shows you that they're a very well-coached team, um, and they can shoot the ball, man. The only thing with the with Miami is that when they're not shooting the three and they have Jimmy Butler and Bam, they're fine because Jimmy can attack the paint. He can hit the mid-range. Bam can kind of go one-on-one a little bit. Um, but, yo, my, I've been telling you, Miami's my dark horse team in the East, and I got them going to the finals. So I'm not surprised with Miami. Uh, Lowry has come into his own. P.J. Tucker is also there, um, who the Bucks have recovered from losing. I thought that was going to hurt them more. But P.J. Tucker is a great fit for them because he can play the three, the four, or the five, yeah. uh, depending who they match up against, right? Um, Miami plays Atlanta twice and Philly this week. So I'm definitely watching the Philly game for sure. Might tune into an Atlanta game. But, dude, even what's his name? Uh, Omri, the center that they picked up. He had fifty. He's had, he's had fifteen rebounds in the past four games. He's different. And DeAndre Aiden and Javale Green were, were back. I know it was their first game back, but still, fifteen boards. Like yeah. Miami looks good, man. I'm telling you, Miami is a problem. Yeah, I, I agree with you. And you know, this team made me eat my words previously at Courtside Talk. I said that they don't have depth, and I thought they were gonna, you know, drop. But to see how they've been playing without Bam out of bio. And Jimmy Butler in and out of the lineup. Wow. All I can say is wow. 25-15. well-coached team. They're locked in together. Uh, you know, Duncan Robinson can get hot. Hero can get hot. Caleb Martin is super underrated. Max Struss is super hot. When he, They just got shooters. They played D and they got shooters. And, you know, that veteran experience between Larry and, you know, Butler. Even Jimmy. And, you know, 
you could see it even in like Tyler here and Duncan Robinson. They don't carry themselves as young players. They really carry themselves with like poise and like it shows. It shows in you their know record. The thing? You know the thing that I like about Miami? They talk a lot of smack. Yeah, they do. I love that about their team, bro. Even when Jay yeah. Crowder was there, like they talk a lot of smack in Miami, man. And I love that, bro. I love that. That part of the NBA is not there anymore, right? Like Tyler yeah. Heroes, like compare me to Trey and Luca. And technically, if you really want to look at it, like he's having him and Luca are having a similar season. Not that, no, bro. Luca is way Luca's better, hundred percent. But I'm saying, like, he's been backing it up with his play. Tyler Hero's been playing, but, bro. He talk- like if you're playing fantasy, they're they're putting up not that different different numbers. numbers. And the thing is, is that like Tyler Hero was saying, yo, they don't compare me to Trey or Luca, and I was kind of like, bro. What the fuck are you talking about? Like, I know you're nice. You scored 37 in the finals against uh, quarterfinals against Boston, semifinals or conference finals, sorry. But, like, what are you going to do this year? <laughs> Probably he's been snapping. But it's yeah. in him, bro. Tyler Hero can hoop. You can just see his mechanics, his footwork, his yeah. play style. Talks a lot of shit. You can see the Jimmy Butler influence in him. Like, you know, he's he's got grit. You know what I mean? He's a trench baby, low key. Bro, it's hilarious, man. I love Miami, bro. They're a sick team. On to this next bum-ass team, 28-12. and 12. They dropped from number two to number five, bro. I don't know what it is. Donovan Mitchell individually, he's so much fun to watch, bro. I like him as a player, bro. I just hate Utah. I just do not like the franchise. I don't like their players. I like Mike Connolly, but, like, you know, it's just, like, they're just not that good. Yeah. I really, their record, they're 28-12. and 12. They have a very good record, but they're just, man. They're just not that good. Um, I watched their games. They should have beat the Warriors in that game. Um, they still have the top three easiest schedule after week 13. And they're 28 and 12. So, um, Gobert's been out. Fine. Da-da-da. Whatever. Um, I'm telling you, I can't take them seriously to the playoffs. If they go on and win a chip, bro, I'll probably like have to tattoo the Utah Jazz on my forehead or something. Because I've been talking so, <laughs> I've been talking so much smack about them. Um, <laughs> I hope for your sake that doesn't happen. But, you know, Fred... Fred it's, not, Fleet, you know, it's not going to happen. It's not going to happen. No. No. But Fred Van Fleet cooked them, honestly. And, uh, you know, this team, uh, as much as they're a good regular season team, I, I don't want to repeat myself from this week, but uh, they're, we see through them at Courtside Talk. Um, despite 28-12, and 12, that might look glamorous and whatever... Again, this is the type of team you can't talk really too much about until the playoffs come because they're really great at, you know, uh, fearing the NBA schedule. But when it comes to the same team, uh, it's not uh, it's not cute in seven games. That's uh, what I'm saying. Yeah. <laughs> like if so, they play, if they play the sorry, Matt, to cut you off, but if they play the same team twice in a week, you see they get exposed. Yeah. Right. Like, yeah. Yeah, but shout out Donovan Mitchell. I think uh, going crazy. I think his MVP stock is pretty high. I would love to see his MVP stock get more recognition than Gobert's. Uh, Big MVP time, stock, Big respectfully. Time. Big time. Um, but yeah, that's all I gotta say about the pretenders. Big time, man. And the thing, Gobert, like he's been playing nice in MVP stock, but he's not better than Cat. He's not better than Embiid. He's not better than Jokic. He's not even. I don't even think he's better than DeAndre Aiden. Fully healthy DeAndre Aiden after last year's playoffs. I really don't think he is. Uh, okay. They're like neck and neck, I would say. At least DeAndre Aiden can shoot in mid-range, but that's what it is. <laughs> Dude, number four. Yo. The Twilight Bulls, man. DeMar DeRozan, 
MVP, man. I don't even know, like... Dude, that team is just nice, man, and they're so much fun to watch. And you know who's been stepping up for them? Kobe White. Yes. Kobe yes. White's been going to work, bro. And everybody was kind of smack-talking him because he was a starting PG. But when Kobe White came into the league, nobody scouted him. Not that the scouts are right, yeah. but nobody was like, Kobe White is a starting PG. Not that he can't be. He can be. He needs to play the reserve role, gain some weight, play minutes, and then he can be a PG, bro. He went to CP3 camp. He's nice. Like... <laughs> <laughs> Kobe White can't play basketball, bro. He's nice. So, um, it's just, dude, they're 26 and 11. DeMar DeRozan is top five in MVP, as he should be. He might win MVP this year if they win first in the East. Like, he really has a chance. Um, the thing that I think a lot of people are forgetting, too, is that because DeMar DeRozan has gone there and been the number one option, if you don't watch the Bulls, you're not really hearing too much about Zach Levine, but watch the Bulls. Zach Levine's a problem, bro. Zach Levine is—he's a killer, man. He—he can—he can do it all. Mid-range three-pointer, go to the paint, dunk on you. Like, good defensively. Caruso's good defensively. Like, they need a center, man. Same problem with them in Brooklyn is that they need a center. Yeah, I totally agree with you. And one thing I want to point out about this team that you know maybe the casual might not know is that the truth behind this team is that they haven't even fully clicked mm-hmm. like like they haven't even they we haven't seen Vucevic uh you know fully reach his potential like there's some players on this team who are still loading their chemistry is still loading uh so i that's that's the scariest part they're doing this well and they still they still have way more like potential the so, thing is too um, yeah, go ahead. No, what I was going to say to correct myself, because I said they need a center. I only say they need a center so they could play Vucevic at the four and just let him spark threes. All, you know what I mean? Yeah. Like, because he can shoot. Yeah. Um, one thing I do want to mention uh, is that, you know, I early on, it was always the light on Wiggins. Uh, and Zach Levine was taking the back seat. And just to see him become a franchise player, an all-star, it wasn't just dunking. and Like, he's one of the best dunkers of all time. He got robbed. I'll never. He got robbed. I'll never forget that. Yeah. But, you know, this guy, he he's incredible because he, what is his weakness in his game? Maybe, 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 honestly, bro, maybe defense. He could be better defensively. There you go. There you go. Maybe defense. But when he wants to lock in, bro, when I watch the Bulls and the last six minutes of the fourth quarter on and he locks in on defense, he's so athletic that he can defend. You get what I'm saying? He's fast. He's strong. Like, he he can actually defend, man. Listen, shout out to to my guy Melo. I've been playing 2K with him for like eight, nine years, bro. He's from Chicago. The Bulls have been terrible. So he's hype, man. I know he's watching the podcast for sure right now, man. And I talk a lot of smack to him about the Bulls just to bother him. But, man, the Bulls are tough. So I'm happy for Chicago. Super tough. Shout yeah, out Bulls. If it's not Miami, I want I want Chicago to go all the way. So um, on to number three, man. Not so, mad at it. Not mad at it because they're still 30 and 9. They shouldn't have lost. Um, they've lost two of their last three, right? They just got DeAndre Aiden back and McGee back. Um, I'm going to be honest with you. McGee showed his value at the beginning of the year, and I would trade McGee right now. I'm trying to package. Really? Yeah, hell yeah, bro. Explain I would. That more. What? Explain that more. Oh, I would just because, bro. Like, if you look at the efficiency of Jalen Smith and Biombo, they do the same things that McGee does. 
McGee just has like when I think of McGee, he's been playing really well for Phoenix. I don't want to discredit him, but all I can think of is Shaq going. This week's nomination for Shaq the Fool is Javel McGee, bro. That's literally all, bro. That's literally all I can hear. And yo, he does stuff in the game sometimes where he like travels. I'm like, bro, just dribble handoff. Why are you trying to dribble and like do a travel hop? Like, I get he's trying, but that shit's not gonna fly in the playoffs, bro. Like, Mon Mon Monty Williams will bench him. So, yo, his trade value is there. Package him and, like, I don't know, picks or something and, like, try to pick up, like, Thaddeus Young. A four. You know what I mean? I don't know. Listen. Either way, people are still sleeping on Phoenix, and I want them to sleep on Phoenix because when playoff time comes, they're going to see. Because they are very stacked. Cam Johnson is going absolutely berserk from three. Um, he's shot 48.1% from three-point range in the last month. Um, Cameron Payne is still there. Chris Paul, Devin Booker. And Devin Booker had, like, CP and Devin Booker have not been playing well. If you really look at the numbers, they're really not playing well. Like, their field goal percentage is down. Um, they're turning the ball over a little bit more. Um, they're still second in defensive rating. It's just their offense is not clicking. So for me, I'm cool with it, Matt, because they're playing defense, except the Miami game. I don't even want to talk about that game. Miami shot like 63s. But they're playing defense. It's just the offense isn't clicking. So I'm, I'd, I'd rather it be like that. Before I speak, I want you to shed some light on Cam Johnson because we've been speaking Bro, about Bro, Cam him Johnson is that. the man. We've been saying that, though, from time. Like, he's he's actually really, really good. And he's the thing is, too, is that last year he could only shoot threes. This year, he can pump fake, put the ball on the floor, floater, mid-range, get to the line. And, yo, he can dunk on people. Like, and I don't know. Defense. Bro, and his defense. Yeah, defense. But even offensively, bro, he can dunk the basketball. Like, yeah, yeah. You remember that dunk in the finals? I was like, what? Yeah, I was just thinking that when you said that. That was wild. Dude, Cam Johnson is, listen, if they I'm do something if they do something stupid and they trade Cam Johnson, I'm going to flip. Yeah, like, he's not a, yeah, no, bro. He's, he's, uh, he's a really big bright spot. You know, one thing I do want to mention is that Devin Booker has been very similar to Luka Doncic in the sense that if you own him in fantasy, you might have messed up. You know, like he's not he's not really performing where you wanted him. He's not like the top 30, top 40 that you're expecting out of him. Um, but, you know, I, I think that'll change. Like, you know, Booker's got it in him. He's got that Mamba mentality. I believe in him. Uh, but I just wanted to play good for playoffs. I don't care. He can do whatever he wants yeah. in the season. Yeah. yeah. And we yeah, see I, what I, he can I, do I, in the playoffs. I know, too hard. I, know, I know he has, like, championship aspirations. I could tell in his play, he's got something bigger in his mind. Like, he knows he has more in his bag. He's just not going to showcase it all right now. Dude, the other thing, too, I think that losing Jay Crowder and Aiden, people don't realize how big of a piece Jay Crowder is on the Suns. His numbers yeah. are not there, but they really need him, man, to pick up assignments on defense. Like, yes. you know, like... Jay Crowder Absolutely. and McCall really hold it down for them. So, and Cam Johnson was starting. He's not used to that many minutes either, right? So, like, you can see what he can do, but you could see by the end of the game, he's like fatigued and stuff, right? So, honestly, man, the Phoenix is thirty and nine. I'm good at number three, man. Every team. Sorry. Sorry, Just so before we get into the next team, I wanted to ask you, like, what do you think of McCall Bridges' play as of late? Honestly, bro, I just wanted to play defense and hit corner threes, and that's all he's doing. So I think it's fine. Um, he has added more to his game, like the mid-range as well, the floaters, same kind of... They, him and Cam Johnson play very similar. McCall's just better defensively, Cam Johnson's better offensively. If you could somehow combine them, they'd be like a top three small forward in the NBA. But 
Um, honestly, man, listen, I'm not I'm not mad because they're second in defensive rating. Yeah. And I know in the playoffs, Mikael Bridges is going to show his offensive arsenal. Cam Johnson's going to show their offensive arsenal, right? The thing is, yeah. too, with Phoenix is that they didn't show all their cards last year until the playoffs. The Lakers, by game four, were like, what the hell? Yeah. They, they, they didn't even know what was going on, like, game plan-wise, right? So, Monty Williams is a very good coach. He doesn't show his cards. And if he has to lose a couple games to hide a couple plays that they could save for the fourth quarter games and playoffs, I promise you they'll do it. So, um, honestly, man, Phoenix is Phoenix is going to be in the conference finals, finals for sure this year. So, oh, that's I'm telling sad. you. Big talk on Courtside Talk. I'm telling Yo, you. Yo, remember man. this part of the episode? He said I'm it. I'm telling you, He's man. He's existence. I'm we'll telling see if that On to number two, and they deserve it, man. I want them to literally look and be like, I don't even know if the NBA players care. I don't know if the players care about the power rankings. If they do, I hope they look at it and see that they're in second and they should be happy because... You have Desmond Bain talking shit to LeBron, which he has no place doing, no place doing at all. But I love it. It's David like that, Goliath. bro. That Tony Allen, Memphis. It feels like, bro. It feels like wow. Memphis, bro. You're right. You're right. It, feel, it bro, does feel like that. You Dylan, feel the grind. Dude, Dylan Brooks hasn't even been Dylan Brooks. Yeah. Right. They still have slow mo Kyle Anderson. Yo, John Morant. I'm telling you, bro. He's Derrick Rose. He's Derrick Rose reading. Oh. He's Derrick Rose. Yeah, that's the closest thing. That's the closest comparison. I totally agree. I get mad when people compare him to Westbrook. I take it disrespectful. I actually take it as disrespectfully. I'm not even kidding. Yeah, I hear that a lot too. And people try to do that because he was inefficient uh, to start his career. But man, like he's just figuring it out. He's putting the whole franchise on his back at such a young age, right? You know, I made this comparison. Um, with Tranny, shout out Tranny, but yo, if you're comparing rap and basketball, John Morant is the little baby of the league. Like he's that guy. He's the hottest young boy. He's the most hype right now, right? And this is the biggest surprise on courtside talk in the power rankings, and I'm here for it. If you're playing fantasy and you see Kyle Anderson still as a free agent, you gotta pick him up. Yo, because, thanks, bro. I'm gonna pick him up right now. Thanks, bro. I appreciate yeah, because Dylan Brooks is out for five weeks. Yeah three to five weeks like slow-mo is he's gonna play a lot of minutes and he's so good he's so efficient he doesn't hurt you but outside of that i don't want to speak too much about fantasy this team is incredible you know whether it's john moran whether it's bane whether it's melton jaron jackson jr uh tyus jones right they got guys who really chip in they play as a team they're not scared of anybody they're not scared of anyone in the league and they'll talk their shit. That's why I they like don't the care, bro. They don't care. They're confident. They're confident and they know what they're capable of. And that's what I love. The smart, the small market team is at number two and I'm totally here for it. Shout out to the Memphis Grizzlies, the grit and the grind. It's paying off. Honestly, man, honestly, we're just going to have a moment of silence and I haven't played any clips because of copyright, but the only clip I'm going to play is this one because uh, this shit. Uh, hold on. Was, let me, let me just look where he is when he catches it at the top. Of the just look where he is when he catches it at the top. Of the honestly, it's kind of blurry. I apologize for the quality. I know you guys seen it, but I just have to play it anyways. Um, but listen, man, shout out to the Memphis. They jumped from eight to two. Um, I like it, man. Them going in the playoff game and losing to the Warriors, I know it, it, it lit the fire in them. I'm telling you, bro, you don't want Memphis as your first round or second round matchup. You do not want them. 
that's that, that's the one team that's the one team you don't want to play personally um Absolutely. warriors are also 30 and 9 tied for the best record in the nba with the phoenix suns um dude clay thompson is back and honestly bro i saw someone tweet something on twitter like oh i'm so annoyed at the clay thompson like comeback sh-. and i i didn't i didn't even know who it was so i didn't even bother responding but honestly it, it pissed me off because clay has not played basketball in almost a thousand days and dude i've always been anti-warriors anti-warriors especially when they got kd the only person i've ever liked on that team and anybody who knows me knows this is clay thompson he just does everything you need him to do he's the most clutch on the warriors game five against sorry game six against okc down 15 41 hits 11 threes extend the series 3-3 they beat kd and the and okc kd goes to the warriors next year steph doesn't have three rings without clay and guess what kd doesn't have two either because clay was the guy again in that houston series when houston had them 3-2 and chris paul got injured and they ended up yeah. winning that series dude clay yo clay is the clay is the x-factor he's one of the most he's one of the most disrespected players in the league he's he's glorified right now because he's come back but once he settles in you're gonna see he's disrespected they're gonna keep disrespecting him keep underrating him dude he i would at one point sorry matt at one point i would have rather had him than james harden on my team and i know that sounds insane i know it sounds crazy bro because he's that good bro he's jj reddick that clay thompson deserves dude respectfully clay thompson is jj reddick on steroids and defensively because he picks up every bro steph has saved his body and been able to put up the offensive numbers he does because clay Uh, picks up chris paul he uh, picks up what james he guards any kyrie in the finals bro fuck your shit boy bro if you look at that play with kyrie when he hit the three over steph they forced the switch off of clay not that kyrie can't hit it over clay kyrie can score on anybody kyrie can score on michael jordan in his prime i don't care but the thing is that clay is that guy defensively man and i'm excited to see him come back offensively but i really hope he can get his defensive prowess back man i really want to see yeah. how it's gonna look man you know we keep it a thousand here at Corside talk and you know when i saw that he was left out of the top 75 nba players like i'm not even like a golden state fan and i was offended as a basketball that's cap. fan that's cap that's you know cap. I mean? that's cap 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 what do you Yo, mean it's cap bro just for record bro matt wore a Kyrie t-shirt with a golden state jacket <laughs> During <laughs> during the finals, right during the finals, bro. Don't expose me this right now. This guy walks into the place. No, no, hold on. No, 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 hold on, bro. Hold on. Matt walked into the place we were all at. There's like 40 of us. He walks in with the Warriors jacket, and it was like kind of cold, so he had it buttoned up. I'm like, okay, fine. Warriors repping. He unbuttons it. It's a Kyrie T-shirt. I'm like, bro, I'm done with this guy. I'm actually done with this guy. Yeah. I so lost that's Cap. He likes the Warriors. Same time that day, but listen. Let me tell you something. <laughs> Let me tell you something. Uh, Tarani yelled at me. So that was the first time I met Tarani and I wanted to kill him. Yeah. Uh, but listen, let me tell you something. When I see him out of the top 75, like how do you disrespect someone who's like the one of the best two-way players in the league? Like, yo, the casuals don't know. Like, really, he's one of the best two-way players in the league. I'm so impressed by how well he plays defense. He picks up the best player on the other team every night, every single night. Point guard, shooting guard, small forward. Do you know how much energy that takes out of you? How much concentration he has to have on offense after playing dog defense? 
like that's so respectable a lot of people don't like take into consideration how difficult that is and how many times has he saved this team down down three one or whatever the case may be you know this this guy has saved this team so many times and i'm tired of the slander when it comes to clay thompson um but i want to shout out jordan Poole because he played really well uh you know we were speaking about wiggins and jordan Poole. how are they going to play with uh clay thompson back and i thought jordan Poole did a great adjustment for one game but we'll see we'll see moving forward it's just one game but you know this is the number one team in the league, and I do not think it's changing. With Clay Thompson back, they were number one without him, and with Clay Thompson, they're gonna figure it out. Add Kaminga in the rotation, figure that out. Add Wiseman in the rotation. Like this team is very scary, and you know what? I'm gonna challenge you in your Phoenix uh, uh, perspective you and hopes. The finals. This team is actually gonna make the finals on the West side. If DeAndre Aiden's awake, they're not. Um, one thing I'm going to say really quick is that they have a well, actually a really good week of games, Matt. They play Memphis, the Bucks, Ooh. Chicago, Ooh. and Minnesota, oh. and Minnesota. Jeez! So the Warriors have four tough games this week, bro. Four four games in seven days is tough. They, they listen. They're the team that can win all four. They're one of the teams that can win all four. But Memphis, Milwaukee, Chicago, especially, bro. Those are going to be some fire games, so keep an eye out for that. Um, just to kind of yeah. rough re- rough through really quick, Portland still has the toughest schedule in the NBA, bro. I feel so bad for Portland. Um, Milwaukee, he's had the easiest Knicks to Utah 3. Um, Memphis went 5-0. and Sacramento 0-4. Anthony Edwards went the right way, Matt. Plus 96, right? Reggie Jackson was a minus 59. No Paul George can't fault Reggie Jackson at all. We know Reggie uh, Jackson... No, I'm not. I'm not giving bro, him that tough, excuse. Bro. To be honest, Reggie Jackson's got to wake up. It's you tough. know, when Paul George is out, that's your time to shine. I'm not giving Reggie Jackson slack. I own him in fantasy, and maybe that's why I'm hot-headed. But you know what? I I love Reggie Jackson. I know I know how well he can play. I think it's COVID. Uh, obviously, the adjustment when you come back from the protocols. But I, to be honest, this disappoints me. He should not be going the wrong way at all. Very quickly, Matt. I know we have a lot of Laker Nation, even though they're just. A different breed of fans. Um, dude, the Lakers, you know, I constantly find myself catching myself because I feel bad for LeBron, and then I'm like, no, he picked this bum-ass team. Stop feeling bad for him. You know, I feel bad for LeBron. Westbrook has a triple single, two for 12, and and, 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 and then he goes on the podium talking about, yeah, we can play better. No, you can play better, bro. Like, he's not, like, he's not there, and I wish LeBron would just say something to him in the media. I wish he would take the Embiid approach and just address it, bro. Get him traded. Create some turmoil, bro. Get rid of him. Like, you know, so the thing is, is that I know how much influence LeBron has. I know him and Rob Palenka are like this. And I know Palenka calls him the same way he called Kobe before they do a trade. And honestly, I know he called LeBron before that Westbrook trade. And I don't care what you guys say. LeBron's IQ is too good to know that Westbrook is not a good fit on the team. I don't care what anybody says. He's just too nice. Honestly, Maybe the idea was good. The, ideas, the idea, the idea is, te- Matt, the idea was terrible. I said this before the season, bro. I didn't say this. The floor spacing is terrible. He's like, bro, and then, and then Westbrook is saying in the interview, well, like, you know, um, it's not my kind of play style to, like, sit in the corner and watch the other guy shoot threes. Well, bro, you can't make your layups. What do you want to do, bro? You don't play defense. Like, I'm not even a Laker fan and it frustrates me. So I can imagine Laker fans, but. So let me ask you something then. 
is are do you think we're gonna see a season the same way that year LeBron didn't make the playoffs with the Lakers? Like, do you see that they're gonna make the playoffs right now? They're gonna make the playoffs. Okay. The league won't allow it. If they have to fix some games, they'll fix some games. But <laughs> they won't allow it. Yo, we keep it a thousand here at court. Listen, uh, listen, on. Matt, Matt. Listen to me, bro. They're gonna end. Lakers are gonna play Phoenix Warriors or Memphis in the first round. One of those top three teams. Because I think Memphis is going to have a better record than Utah, to be honest with you. Utah's going to drop to four. Um, but, yeah, the, the Lakers are going to play one of those top three teams, and I don't think they're going to get rid of Westbrook this year. If Honestly, I don't want them to because I want Phoenix to win a chip. I don't want to play LeBron in the playoffs, bro. I said this to you. I said this to Tarani. I said this to everybody I talked to. Nobody on the Lakers scares me except for LeBron. Not Malik Monk, not AD, not Westbrook. I don't care. I do not care. Dude, LeBron is a problem. And he's arguably the best player in the league. So, I think he's the best player in the league right now. Personally. Yeah. I mean, I feel like... I Not that this makes a huge difference. I mean, it does. But it's just like... I, I wish Kendrick Nunn was playing. I feel like they really need... Yeah, we were talking about that. Yeah, but they why really do need they, his presence. Why do they need Westbrook? You have Kendrick Nunn, Malik yeah. Monk, bro. THT, yeah. oh, the next, the future. Why the hell is Westbrook there, bro? Yeah. The only thing I'm going to say is the reason I'm so disappointed in this season and if it doesn't pan out and they don't go to the playoffs or they get kicked out of the first round, second round, whatever the case may be, my biggest heartbreak will be seeing that uh, Carmelo Anthony is on a one-year contract. I just want to see him win a championship so bad. And if the Lakers He's not on win, the right team right now. I'll be so happy because of Carmelo Anthony. He's so, not on the right team right now, dude. I'll tell you that. Stay mellow. Stay mellow. I'm, I'm so, rooting for you my i personally my prediction is i think they're going to lose this year in the playoffs first or second round probably first round and then they'll then they'll reschedule because they'll, they'll have a reason to say okay we tried it it didn't work out let's re you know so um other than that matt um that's pretty much it for this week uh week 13 power rankings let us know what you guys think in the comments who's your number one who your favorite team is uh appreciate you guys coming through and we'll see you guys for the mvp ladder later this week Yes, sir. We're Audi. Peace.